Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Jerome Corsi, and today is Friday, April 28th, 2023. Thank you for joining us. Uh, this is our last broadcast of, the, of this week. We'll be back on Monday. Let's get right into the news today. There's quite a lot going on. Uh, first story I want to cover is a pretty remarkable one. The Federal Reserve has now announced that in July, <clears throat> it's only two months from now, it's going to launch what they call now this Fed Now service. Okay, this is the beginning of the central bank digital currency. They have a website, uh, and I do encourage people to go to their website, which is uh, frbservices.org. I think you just type fednow.com and it comes up. Essentially what this is, it's a payment system. In other words, what happens when banks, when you, for instance, want to wire money or when you want to use electronic banking to pay a credit card or to pay a bill of any kind, uh, the money is sent out electronically between the banks. The banks settle it, shows up in your account. Uh, many people these days are not writing checks at all. They're doing everything electronically. And this payment system is designed to make it instantaneous. Uh, what it does is it uses this IOS, uh, I guess it's protocol, which is essentially heading towards a cryptocurrency kind of solution. I'd like to see it ultimately go blockchain. I think uh, XRP is one of the com- one of the cryptocurrencies that I own, and I like it. And I think um, it is the payment system of the future. Uh, the government's going to try to do, the Federal Reserve thinks that this is, and by the way, I say that I want to make sure that everybody understands where my self-interest is, and I want to distinguish that so everybody knows where, um, when I'm promoting things that, as we have sponsors, which we benefit from. The um, And by the way, I don't own any stocks or bonds, so that's, I've never, uh, have I've had securities licenses, and it's just been better not to own them. At any rate, the Federal Reserve is setting up a instant payment system, and they're going to be able to monitor every single thing you do with finances, every penny, uh, etc. They are going to encourage uh, debt. They want people to be in debt because then, in fact, they can basically control you. And the only way, it, it's going to be a very convenient system because you can instantly receive money. You can instantly Get, send money. The people get it instantly. It's all going to be instant because they're taking the settlement processes out of bank 
transactions. I'll be all interbank, but for instance, you'll be able to be on WooCommerce on the internet using a merchant account or whatever service you want to use. Your bank will give you a electronic merchant account to put on your website, and you can participate in this electronic transaction system. Uh, we're going to have a store up uh, probably early next week on the Truth Central. We had to go through setting up with a merchant account and getting all that to work with the website. Uh, that's going to be pretty easy to do in the future, and most people are going to be able to accomplish it very, very easily. Um, but it's also going to give government greater control. And if the government doesn't like what you're doing, they can switch it off. So it's going to be presented as this slick new service and isn't it nifty and, you know, take it. You can say all the different things that it was going to do here. Um, just look at the website. Uh, it's pretty amazing what they're saying. But again, I've posted a couple of articles which are very, very critical of this in the sense that it is truly government kind of control of money. And I think that there is essentially a need to have tangible money. It's why I'm very happy that we have Swiss America on as a, as a sponsor. We'll talk about that in a minute, gold and silver. Uh, but I, getting rid of currency, which is rapidly being inflated out of value. And if you're not following it, please start following this debt ceiling discussion in Congress, because what's becoming apparent is that we've got so much federal debt now we're at over $30 trillion in debt that we have created really a Ponzi scheme. We've got to pay off so much interest that we're just printing money to pay off the interest. They call it the modern monetary theory. The end result of fiat currency is since it's not based on anything, it's not based on gold, it's just hypothecated. You can print as much of it as you want. But the problem is if you print too much, yet the money supply to increase too dramatically, you're going to cause inflation. And that's, in fact, largely what we've done with these. The Biden administration is spending trillions of dollars, a trillion here, a trillion there, and it's all deficit spending. And no one seems to care. So when it comes to Congress, the Republicans aren't going to have a balanced budget. And certainly they don't want to cut back Medicare or Social Security. So we're in a Cloward-Piven situation. Cloward-Piven were two sociologists who in the 1970s, I believe at Columbia, came up with this theory that the way to destroy government, they were neo-Marxists. And of course, neo-Marxists always want to destroy capitalism. They want to destroy, they can only destroy, they can't create, would be to have so much social spending that we, the government went bankrupt. And essentially, the, the credit crisis, which is going to hit, is going to send the economy into a very, very deep crisis. And it'll, it's going to happen quickly. Now, that leads me to the second story I want to cover, because I think these are, again, very related stories. And the second story has to do with this. It's a bit mathematical. I'm going to take a minute to try to explain it to you and make sure everybody follows along. Uh, anyone who took high school algebra probably was introduced to logarithms. And my guess is if you did study them in high school, you've largely forgotten about them because they're not entirely easy to understand. 
Okay, now I'm going to take a minute to explain what logarithms are. And um, it, they're basically the, the inverse of exponentials. Okay, now that's hard to, again, it's going to stay, stick with me on this. For instance, if you have 10 times 10, it's 100. 10 times 10 times 10 is 1,000. Okay, so that's 10 to the power of 3. 3 tens. 10 multiplied 3 times. Well, so you do a logarithm in the base 10. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In other words, a thousand in the logarithm base 10 is three. That's the exponent, the power you're raising it to. Now, why do... We have logarithms. Well, logarithms go back to the 1500s. There was a uh, scientist, a mathematician named John Napier, who unless you're a mathematician, you probably have never heard about. But he was extremely brilliant, and he came up with the logarithms, which essentially means that the number 100 in the logarithm uh, base 10 is 2. A thousand in the logarithm base ten is three. Now, when I was a kid, they had tables. You had books which gave you all the logarithms, and it showed you what three was, what three point five was. All these numbers were translated again out of the base ten into their real natural number format. They're easy to calculate once you get a sense of it. They're not hard to do, but it takes a different form of thinking. Now, why are they useful? They're useful because when mathematicians have to deal with very big numbers, and certainly before computers, the nature of logarithms made it simpler to do the math. Today, they are used still, but again, as I say, they're not common like they used to be when I was a kid. We use computers. Computers are using logarithmic functions. We're not even aware of it because it's just automatic. We just see, we just use the devices and we're not thinking about internally how they operate. Now, the thing with logarithms is that uh, when you look at these big numbers in a logarithmic pattern, the curve tends to be gradual and then suddenly there's a steep decline. It changes. If you know mathematics, uh, these are kind of like asymptotes. They're parabolic curves, as it were, that curve up and they sharply curve up and they rapidly can approach the axis of the of a graph the x and y axes uh, but approaching zero but never reaching zero it's an asymptote at any rate sharp declines are mathematically uh, part of the way math works in other words it's not a straight line function uh, it's, it's in a sense nonlinear but the point is that what we're experiencing in the economy today is that we are going into a logarithmic decay. That's what it's called. It's called logarithmic decay. So it's a great way to describe the social and economic 
kind of crisis we're facing because first of all, it appears gradual. You know, we see the deterioration of finances is gradual. You know, we went through the OPEC oil crisis. We got through that. We got, of course, the economy crashed. Gold and silver doubled in price in the 1970s, 19, early 80s. And we went through the 2008, 2009 subprime real estate crash. And again, gold doubled. The economy crashed. And we thought that's okay. Well, those two were just the warm-up. Because now we've got such massive debt. And with commercial real estate being vacant, we're going to have a massive collapse. I'm not sure what the trigger is going to be. But it's going to happen. At the same time, we're also a social ticking time bomb because we've got various insanities, this critical theory, which is neo-Marxism. It comes out of the Frankfurt School, neo-Marxists who were trying to revive uh, and restore Marx in Weimar Republic, Germany, 1930s. And Germany, 1930s, which we're still fighting. I mean, these things don't go away. It was a fight between the two factors of the left. The Nazis were national socialists. They did believe in private enterprise, but they wanted it controlled by government. They're kind of like Klaus Schwab. They thought most people should have safety nets. We'll give you some free government-paid vacations if you behave. It will control the economy. International corporations will run everything and the governments will be the partners of the multinational corporations. That's Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum. Those were the Nazis. They were not right-wing. They were not conservative. They were national socialists, and they opposed the communists. The communists believe there shouldn't be private property. The state should own everything. Collectives should run everything. And you don't have private individual rights. You've got collective rights. That was Marx. Well, Marx thought that in 1848, there was going to be a revolution of workers all across Europe. It didn't happen. Uh, in the United States, we began developing labor unions. The workers did not rise up like Marx thought. This is what my new book is going to be about, the book I've just written. It's in press about the truth about neo-Marxism, uh, the cultural Maoism, and anarchy. Uh, that ultimately... The what happens with the revision of Marxism it produces this critical theory, and the critical theory combined with postmodernism means we get what we're seeing right now in terms of the gender wars, in terms of all the um, racism, all these issues. It will pass, but in the moment, it's a deeply disruptive force and was meant to be a deeply disruptive force. These social forces of critical theory combined with the economics of huge, massive, unmanageable, unsustainable debt, make inevitable a crash. Uh, Chris, do you want to comment on this? Marxist governments for throughout history have looked for the ingrates in society, the people who are complaining about something, not necessarily the workers. Marx said the workers are going to do that, but real Marxists know that the only way their governments are ever going to succeed is with total cooperation from the citizenry. So they need people who want things done their way. This is what's happening in America. You have these, uh, these fringe groups who are screaming about getting special rights. The Marxists in the government are, are promising this to them as long as they back that type of legislation and the direction they're going. This is how you build a left-wing or a far-left government. It, it, it comes out of Gramsci, who was an Italian 
communist, and he basically saw that Marx failed. Marx, Marxism didn't work. And so he redid Marxism to say you've got to have a cultural war. You've got to attack the culture of capitalism, which is consumption, it's work, it's labor, it's family, it's individual enterprise, it's uh, God-given rights, etc. You've got to attack that. And that's what we're going through. Then it gets attacked at a time when we learn how just to print money and not deal with serious economic issues that require discipline. We deal with politics that are out of control as well. And over time, what you get is chaos. It's manufactured chaos. And this is something you're going to be explaining in this uh, upcoming book as well. Yeah, it, it, it's the, uh, this is going to be a more difficult book to read. But if anyone persists through it, I think you're going to, it'll be out in November, I believe. You will see that we're dealing with a different reality. We're dealing with the neo-Marxists who live in a different world. They don't believe in objective values. They think we can posit our values to be what we want. And they believe, like John Lennon, let's imagine, let's reimagine education. Let's reimagine <laughs> police. We don't need any police. We need to reimagine it. Yeah, well, they reimagine chaos is what they reimagine. And it's almost like schizophrenia, which I point out in the book. It's going to take, it'll be a difficult read, but I think this book is going to be one of the uh, more important books I've ever written. It's a trilogy. We're going to cover the next subject in a minute. But first, I want to show Swiss America. I want to make sure that people see our sponsors. Our sponsors, the two that are active right now, you go up to the sponsors at the top of the homepage. And you uh, click that down, you'll see Swiss America. Uh, they are, I've worked with Swiss America now since about 2004, 2005. They have a gold and silver and platinum program. They have this Walking Liberty Half Dollar. It's on our website. You'll see that on the sponsors, pull down the tab. These are beautiful coins. They are about 90% silver. If you fill out the forms, introduce yourself to Swiss America. You can buy up to 250 of these for virtually what they are worth in terms of their silver. It's kind of a lost leader for Swiss America, way to introduce themselves to you. I encourage you to talk to Swiss America because they can give you advice and they can tell you what, you know, what your situation is, what kind of gold and silver might be useful for you because we're going to have a massive, massive economic downturn and it's going to be sudden. Uh, we'll wake up one morning and banks are going to be crashing and it will not be recoverable without a major crisis. Uh, anyone who has some gold and silver will do better than if you don't. And I'm not giving you financial advice. I'm basically commenting on the economy. If you want financial advice, talk to Swiss America, the, the professionals at it, and please do so. I'm encouraging this for your own good. The next article I want to cover is this um the EU just made emissions even more expensive. Uh, again, it's the whole climate hysterics. What we're finding now is that the EU approved a carbon tax to reduce emissions by 62% uh, from back to from the 62% from the 2005 limit levels by 2030. So they want to get. Uh, dramatic reductions in carbon dioxide by imposing a tax on emitting carbon dioxide. Now, you know, again, this is a, a, a ridiculous idea. When you go back to the, I study this in the 
going even back to the 1970s when the Democrats were really creating the first carbon exchanges, the idea was that you know if you emitted carbon and someone else didn't admit carbon, you could buy credits from them, which then allowed you to emit carbon and you paid for that right. And others by not emitting carbon could get extra payment. It was a, a transfer scheme, a massive transfer scheme. The Democrats created it and the Democrats held the patents on it. So the very prominent Democrats were planning to make billions of dollars on taxing the air we breathe. Finally, the Democrats figured out a way to tax the air we breathe. And again, that's what this is all about. Uh, carbon dioxide is really a minor, minor factor. It's not the thermostat of the earth. If you think about it, the you know that yellow thing up in the sky, the sun, that's the major driver of light and heat irradiance on the earth. And it when it shines, we it's hot and it's light. Now, when at when it, we call this night, this you know, we have to explain these concepts to the left. At night, the sun is not in the sky, it's cooler, and the irradiance absorbed by the earth tends to go back up into the upper atmosphere. If we didn't have greenhouse gases, this would not be a habitable place because we would lose all the heat at night. Oh, the earth does rotate. Remember, it goes around on the axis. So we call a day 24 hours, and we spend a good part of that day in night. These are fundamental concepts. But, you know, again, uh, carbon dioxide, which the left wants to demonize, is almost insignificant as a greenhouse gas. It's such a small percentage of the atmosphere. The atmosphere is huge. Carbon dioxide is absorbed in the atmosphere. It's a very complex process. The major greenhouse gas is water vapor. That's about 70%. The Democrats don't want to demonize water vapor because carbon dioxide is not, emit, is not emitted by water vapor. It's emitted by hydrocarbon fuels and they want to get rid of hydrocarbon fuels this whole thing is about making life more difficult destroying capitalism which is what the agenda has become now even more ridiculous here we take a look at this the european parliament has decided that they're going to have a 86.7 billion euro fund to ease the pain in other words the the corporations that are emitting Carbon dioxide are going to have to pay a tax, but the EU will give the money to pay the tax. So the government's paying the tax. Well, it's very similar to what the Tre the Federal's doing. We have this massive U.S. debt, $30 trillion. We have to pay the debt service. We've got to every month pay off the interest. So the Fed prints more Treasury debt. Uh, treasury does. It prints the, the Treasury debt, and the Fed buys it. The Fed sends it money. Well, in other words, we've just, it's just a big Ponzi scheme. Now, of course, the EU intends someday that they will not pay the tax and the corporations will pay the tax, but they know it'll be economically ruinous. And the end result of this is that everything's going to cost more. You're going to have inflation because that tax is going to get passed on to the consumers. Now, these are fundamental economic ideas, but again, the left doesn't seem to care about these ideas. The left wants it to be, you know, let's, John Lennon, let's imagine the future. Let's imagine a hydrocarbon-free future. Well, they, that's going to be a much more difficult place in which to live. You know, they want us to eat bugs. They want all kinds of things. I mean, that's why I say we're in this about to crash because the 
social cultural ideas are insane and the economics are insane. And at some point it breaks. Now I want to go to the next story here, which I think is equally important on this whole green agenda. And the next story is that in Germany, we have these uh, climate activists who have now begun to glue themselves to streets and it takes jackhammers. They can't, this glue that they've developed is a glue that there's no solvent that readily removes it. So you have to come out and take a jackhammer and take part of the, the highway up with it. So that's how you get rid of the climate activists who are having a sit down protest in the middle of the streets. So these members of a group called the last generation descended on Berlin earlier this week, and they started gluing themselves to streets all over the German capital where they blocked roads. They, they wanted to pressure the government to take more drastic action against climate change, you know, carbon dioxide. They're worried we're all going to die because of this trace molecule in the atmosphere, by the way, which plants love. Uh, but they don't want us to put back the nuclear power plants, of course, that Germany just turned off. They want a, a more primitive economy. Uh, they want us to imagine a new economy without hydrocarbon fuels. Well, I'm, I'm inclined to want to imagine an economy without them. At any rate, uh, according to uh, some of these reports we're getting from Germany, it took uh, more time basically uh, in the past basically to get rid of these protesters. Uh, they're using this glue, which is making it very, very difficult to remove them. And they blocked about uh, 30 roads in Berlin, uh, demanding that uh, the German government take more action to curb transport emissions of carbon dioxide. Uh, basically, they're demanding that the Germans cease the use of fossil fuels in the next six and a half years, uh, and they want basically to impose a 62-mile-per-hour speed limit on the highways. Uh, they want uh, a lot of changes where we don't have carbon dioxide emitted in our transport system. So more than 30 roads were blocked, according to the German news agency. And this group said, we are no longer accept that the government has, uh, government has basically no plan to stop the destruction of our livelihoods. So we are resisting now by gluing ourselves to streets. Well, now that is insane. I don't know what is. And again, the, we see these protesters come in with paint and they throw them on masterpiece paintings and museums. Uh, they're destructive. The entire neo-Marxist group is destructive. And this entire climate agenda, as I point out in you know, the first book in this trilogy, The Truth About Energy, Global Warming, and Climate Change, is a fundamental non-understanding of climate science. Uh, it starts not with carbon dioxide. It starts with the sun as the heater of the Earth. And the major changes in Earth's temperature have to do with the sun, when we get to a more elliptical orbit, we have an ice age. I guarantee you it was not the cavemen and the little carbon fires that got us out of the last ice age. We'll have another one, and it won't have anything to do with carbon dioxide. The Earth is also a very cataclysmic place. We've had massive changes on the Earth. We've been hit by giant asteroids 65 billion years ago. That's what killed the dinosaurs. Uh, Earth's history, there's years in existence have geological time uh, people don't think of. They think of the last two or three years 
And is it getting warmer or colder? Well, in time series analysis, the two or three years is usually not a significant enough period of time to see a real trend. Not when the Earth has gone through massive changes. Five extinctions. Everything on Earth died. And it was not because human beings were here. We weren't here for the extinctions. 80% of the Earth's geological history, there was no life on the surface of the Earth. This is not a stable place. And it certainly isn't one where we, by reducing a little bit of carbon emissions, are going to solve anything fundamental. Now, I want to end this by going to our second sponsor, that uh, My Vital Seek, if you'll, Chris, if you'll get that up on the screen. This is a rather remarkable molecule. This molecule is um, 60 carbon atoms in a cage structure, like a soccer ball or like a geodesic dome, Buck- Buckminster Fuller. They're called fullerenes. Uh, it has a uh, tremendous longevity principles, greater energy, greater mental acuity. Um, I've been taking this for four years. I've been through enormous turmoil the last four years. You'll recall Mueller wanted to put me in prison for the, on the Russian collusion hoax and other great hoax we're going through. This is clearly an age of disinformation. Hoaxes, crazy ideas, bizarre economics, bizarre social movements, uh, that's why I want you to understand logarithmic change because we're going to come to a point and it's going to drop off the cliff. And it will be both socially destructive. Um, one of the other stories I wanted to cover was that, in fact, uh, in Ukraine, it's now preparing for this counteroffensive. Well, Russia launched a whole series of missiles on Ukrainian cities. Uh, they killed 17 or 18 people overnight, in the middle of the night. That's Russia's answer to the counteroffensive. The counteroffensive, they've got all of these tanks and missiles and everything that the NATO countries have given Zelensky and the Ukrainians. These are basically neo-Nazi fighters. And we're still going through World War II. I mean, the entire left, uh, which I continuously point out, was neo-Nazis were today the descendants of the National Socialists. And they are left. They want to have world economic forum power control over our lives. The communists want have control over our lives, but they don't want us to own anything. Uh, My Vital C is something you can do to take get your own health in your own hands. It's decentralization. You're not dependent upon the government. You can begin to take supplements and begin to. And I, this one I solidly recommend. I think if you'll try it, it's even for pets. Cats and dogs love it. If you'll try the My Vital C, and it's the same with the uh, Swiss America. It's another way for you to gain control of your own finances and to not be dependent upon a, a government, central bank, currency, or payment system that's electronic that they can switch off on you, the government, anytime they want. Turn off the electricity. There's, there is no economy, and an economy that's completely dependent upon electronic money. Governments will be in control. Uh, we're, at a, we're at a very dangerous point in our time, and uh, I've come back. People say uh, I'm looking younger or whatever. I attribute a good deal of that to my vital C and other things I've done to basically, uh, you know, when Mueller gave me a plea deal and he did not indict me, um, I realized it was through the grace of God I got through that. And my faith has remained very strong, and this is a 
rule-based place we live in. Chris, do you have any final comments before we wrap up? Oh, on those, uh, <laughs> those German activists that are gluing themselves to sidewalks, I had a, I, I hearken back to my elementary school days. One of our former teachers, Mrs. Nichols, just passed on at age 107 a couple of years ago at John W. Chorley Elementary in Middletown, New York. She was a nice lady, but whenever kids were acting up, including myself at times, she'd say, why don't you do something constructive? That would be a nice piece of advice for these people who are splashing paint all over uh, uh, paintings, uh, over artwork, and gluing themselves to, to, to sidewalks. The idea is, hey, you know what? Leave these people there. That'll teach the others a lesson. Maybe that's what, that's what should be done. Well, keep rescuing them and bailing them out. Another story I was looking at today was Ashland, North Carolina, which you know went through this defund the police. And now they're they're saying, well, we better do something about it because we are having crime in our central city. This is comparatively a small town compared to New York or Chicago or other cities, Philadelphia, Democratic controlled cities where, you know, you've got um, incredible filth in the streets from the homeless, got crime in the streets, got district attorneys release criminals and things that the, the police are quitting in massive numbers. And so Asheville is saying, well, maybe we better have a, 30 or 60 day safety campaign. Wasn't that a good idea? Let's all reimagining. Let's reimagine police. So we don't, let's defund the police. That's reimagining them. Let's, let's reimagine sex. So we don't have genders anymore. Make up your own gender. Uh, Why don't we reimagine a world without John Lennon? Let's reimagine a world without these people, you know, because they want to reimagine without hydrocarbon fuels uh, these ideas are destructive and insane, and they are not God-driven. They are not in accordance with, you know, we do, the earth has a remarkable properties to it, and they are, that's what I'll write my third book about, trying to resist this the transhumanism, which is in a sense transgermanism. But the point is the, uh, you know, God rules here, and this planet is driven by rules. And you can't make it up as you go along. And if you try to, you're insane and you're destructive. The neo-Marxists, the cultural Maoists know how to destroy. They do not know how to create. Posit your own values. You know, imagine your utopia. Yeah, well, the utopia that neo-communists create is starvation, war, disease, disaster, totalitarianism. And um, I've come back because I would like to do my small bit to try to <clears throat> prevent this from happening. Um, Chris, any last words here? I think we've gone a little bit over time, but it's, you know, we've had a lot to say today. Oh, I have a lot of last words, but the fact is I prefer yours. When you say in the end, God will win. In the end, God always wins and God will win here too. This drone Corsi today is uh, Friday, April 28th, 2023. Uh, We're broadcasting every weekday. We will be back on Monday. Have a great weekend. God bless. Thank you for joining us.